morning. Welcome here to another bonus podcast. I'm Crystal Taves. I'm the pastor of women here at Northview, and I have a few people sitting around the table with me. So I will get them to each introduce themselves, starting with you, Thalia. Hello. Well, I'm a regular here, so I probably don't need to say anything. Okay. (laughs) You can keep going. All right. Brent. I am Brent Lanigan, and I am the pastor of uh, special needs supportive care here at uh, Northview, otherwise known as the Imagine Program. Mm -hmm. What else can you tell us about yourself? Well, let me see. I'm married, which is a good thing. I have uh, <laughs> my beautiful wife, Nikki, who used to be on staff here. Yes. We've kind of switched <laughs> roles. She used to be involved in kids' men in the grade school ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we began our family, then she stepped away and is, is involved in ministry in other places, um, now at uh, Northwest Baptist Seminary in at Trinity. Um, so my wife and I have been married 12 years, just celebrated mm-hmm. our 12th anniversary, and... We have two boys. Josiah is eight, and Micah is five. He's our little redheaded wonder. <laughs> he, whatever you know about a ginger, that's my son, Micah. <laughs> Stereotypes exist, and oh, they're real they and true. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So. I live with a ginger, too. Ah. Um, my name is Danielle Geddes, and I'm married to my husband, Mason. We just got married this past August. Ooh, congratulations. I'm <laughs> really wet at yeah. the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm actually from Winnipeg. I just moved here this summer, so I've only been at Northview since September, and I'm working here this year as an intern with Brent. Great. We'll hear a little bit more about that as yeah. we get on. How, mm-hmm. What's your husband doing while he's out here? Oh, he's a student at Trinity Western. Okay, so mm-hmm. that works out yeah. for you both to be out here. That's yeah. cool. So we wanted you to give a brief intro to what Imagine Ministry is, and then we'll get into more detail as we go along. Uh, but just give us an idea of what it is and why there's a need for this type of ministry. Well, in a nutshell, Imagine is a basically, really, is it's just a supportive care, a respite supportive care in a Sunday school style. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the heart, That's at the heart of what we do. Uh, parents come either on Saturday nights or Sunday mornings, and they can drop their kids off at Imagine, and we provide respite care uh, so that they can go to church together. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents, um, we don't realize, a lot of parents, due to the nature of their child's need, one mom or dad has to stay mm-hmm. home each week taking care of the child, and they can never be at church together. And I... Yeah. I just am a great believer in growing together. Your marriage can only grow stronger when you are worshiping the Lord together, corporately, spiritually, yeah. as a couple. Yeah. So if we can help facilitate that along the way, then we are very passionate about that. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. We're primarily a weekend ministry okay. of respite support. Right. Yeah. So how did you get involved in it, Brent? Um, well, my uh, encouragement is, guys, if you're listening, always listen to your wife. It was my <laughs> wife that spurred me on. I... Um, had been a, a youth pastor once a long, long time ago. And then the Lord called me out of that and, and into supportive care ministries through an organization called Bethesda mm-hmm. Association, which is a local, um, similar to Communitas, just out of the uh, Christian Reformed denomination. So I served in care home uh, ministry there and a day program ministry there for close to 17 years. Wow. wow. And um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of the hidden part of my life. And then somewhere in there, um, I went back to school, got my master's, and coming out of that, I had a real passion to get back into church work. Right. But at that time, seven, eight years ago now, I didn't know what entry point I should go back in. Hmm. As I, I wasn't really felt called back to youth. I didn't, you know, I, I play guitar, but I'm not like a worship maestro, you know, yeah. not a preacher. <laughs> So I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to do. And that was at that point that Nikki, my wife, began to say, hey, why don't you think about um, just our home church, Northview, of maybe presenting a proposal to them about some kind of supportive care service that you can provide. And I, I said, dear, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even know how to do that. I can't even put a, together a shoe shelf, never mind put together a proposal. a proposal for how to create a new ministry. So I just 
shoo-shooed it away and went back to the care home where I got more bitter and bitter and restless because <laughs> hmm. the Lord was yanking on my heart. I just didn't know how. Hmm. And finally, one day, we heard that um, through the grapevine that Northview was looking to um, staff Imagine beyond the volunteer direction and mm-hmm. give it actually oversight through paid position. Mm-hmm. And so it so happened that um, the individual running the program at the time um, declined to pursue that because um, her and her husband had their own, um, their special needs parents themselves, and so that was a big haul for them. And so at that point, it was opened up to um, other people publicly, and so um, my wife said, that's it, you gotta, you got to apply, you got to apply. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing you know, I applied, and hmm. God opened that door. So. And it started off kind of part-time, right, and then it's grown into yes. more full-time Yes, so position. I came on, and yeah. I still worked half-time at Bethesda. This, I started in 2011. Yeah. And so half time here, half time there, and um, just as God has grown the ministry um, now to the point where I'm able to work full time here by God's grace, and so able to give that much more to it. Um, we'll talk about in a few minutes. Probably we're just on the verge of opening a branch. I shouldn't say a branch. Sorry. <laughs> franchise. Um, branch franchise. <laughs> we know what you mean. Yes, yeah. at, our, at our mission campus, um, it would be a smaller program, but but it would be an identical program. So we're in the process of looking to do that as well. So I guess the Lord knew I needed a few more hours, and um, <laughs> so here we are. Well, it's nice to have all your attention focused in one spot. It's, I mean, it was a great way to start to when the program was small for you to have you know, the, the fallback to Bethesda, but it's nice, isn't it, to be able to just focus in on... Yeah, I mean, I must yeah. admit, I do miss... I don't miss all the paperwork and mm. all the admin over there, but I do miss the camaraderie, the relationships, but I have arranged it so I can still go in as an official volunteer. Oh, oh nice. Or yeah. I'm even on call there, actually, in one of the programs. Huh. So every now and then, I actually, a couple of weeks ago, I went in and, and did uh, a night with the guys that I used to hang out with. So huh. um, because when, you know, you work with individuals, older adult individuals, they have so much change, Mm-hmm. in their life people coming and going it's nice to have constant people mm-hmm. in their life so yeah. i as long as i could um do that i did at bethesda i was there 17 years to be able to provide that constancy and just yeah. that relationship with the guy so that is the one part i do miss but as i said i i am able to get over there just for visits whenever i can That's and so cool. yeah to be able to do this work now i'm very passionate about it i'm a pastor's kid so I've grown up in the church and um, in that environment, and I, I just have a real heart for the church, have a real heart for pastoral care, really is what we do, a lot of uh, pastoral care. You know, we come alongside parents, we're doing some chaplaincy, you know, we do hospital visits, because a lot of parents, you're meeting them at the beginning of the diagnosis, which for some folks is yeah. right at the birth mm-hmm. of their child, and so I think we very, we very much parallel what the care ministry at Northview mm-hmm. does through Thaley yeah. and Vic yeah. and the women's ministry as well. Huh. Yeah. And uh, I just see us working alongside, and we, we have. We've already exchanged lots of emails and have mm-hmm. lots of conversations about different families that, you know, I never thought would intertwine in our different ministries, but they do. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing how our three ministries are very closely connected that yeah. way. Yeah. So. How about you, Danielle? How did you get to this position? Hmm. Well, I was um, studying at the University of Winnipeg and graduated this past spring with a BA in linguistics. And uh, Mason and I knew that we would be starting off our married life in British Columbia. And so I was kind of at a loss, though, as to what to do because I didn't really have many, many connections here. Um, but I do have relatives that go to Northview, and, um, and they informed me that they were pretty sure that Brent might need some help with Imagine. They had heard that um, there was 
um, yeah, that, that they would need help. And so I emailed Darcy, who's in charge of the internship program, mm-hmm. and he kind of arranged it that um, that Imagine would also get an intern this year, which is the first time that that's happened. And yeah, so you're breaking new ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, here I am. That's kind of... Uh, so is this a direction that you had seen yourself going in, do you think? Um, Maybe in a way, but not directly. So I, yeah, I've had a little bit of experience working with kids with developmental delays in um, speech therapy, um, just as a volunteer. Um, and so I have a little bit of experience, but working with kids with special needs, um, that's new. Although I've had lots of experience working with kids, um, the area of special needs is a little bit new. So, but it's been it's been really rewarding and amazing, and a huge learning curve, but in a really great way. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about some of the what you love about it later yeah. on. Yeah. So just give us for people that don't know, describe this in a little bit more nitty gritty detail. Like where do you meet and when? So people might not even know where the facility is here at Northview. Well, uh, Abbotsford campus. At the Abbotsford yes. campus. Yes. The Abbotsford <laughs> campus. Yeah. I know. Still getting all our nomenclature yeah. in our minds here. Um, well, when we first started, when I first started, um, we were in a small little upstairs Sunday school classroom, which um, at that point, that was the only room there was in the church. Yeah. But then once this new, the new part of uh, the office complex of Northview was completed, that uh, allowed everyone to kind of shuffle their ministries into new spaces, which opened up the old nursery space on the main floor. And so the leadership here at Northview, which uh, I'll, I've said it before, I'll say it again, they are phenomenally uh, dedicated to all the ministries here at at uh, Northview, and they have been nothing but a very gracious and supportive whatever we've needed, whether it's monetary budget things or just space. And uh, they said, we want to build your space. Where do you want it? Hmm. So we went around that conversation for a bit, and eventually, long story short, we ended up in the old nursery. And so we were able to design a space, big borrow, steal a few ideas from other churches, and um, we were able to design the old nursery space into our Imagine uh, center, as yeah. we call it. So, so if you're not familiar with that, that's right by our resource center, the library. If you come in the back doors mm-hmm. by Center Court, then it's basically to your right, all mm-hmm. those spaces there. Or if you come in the main entrance where the kids come in, it's right close yeah, by. Yeah, the family entrance, there. as mm-hmm. we call it. Family yeah. entrance, yeah. Um, so it's great because um, we're able to kind of put a few, you know, things like trampolines in there. And yeah. our most popular item, no matter whether you're mm-hmm. a, a typical child or a child in the Imagine program, is the giant beanbags. We, yes. have. <laughs> we have all kinds of kids drop in, siblings of kids or my own boys, and everyone just dive bombs on the, <laughs> the beanbags. So I think that's the way kids' ministry should go permanently, is <laughs> giant beanbags in every classroom. Colorful, rainbow-colored mm-hmm. yes. beanbags. Our so prayer good. team meets in the Imagine <laughs> classroom, and we grab the beanbags. There you go. It's very yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah it, it's awesome. So that's yeah. one of the uh, popular items. But um, we have everything in there from, uh, it's kind of a contained suite, so we've got um, two main areas, a teaching area, an activity area. We've got a sign-in zone for parents so they can have their own private sign-in, uh, kid check sign-in privilege. Um, and that's because if they were made to stand in the regular lineups, well, some of their kids yeah, might be in be meltdown so mode. Yeah, and yeah. they're already coming just in a very heightened sense yeah. of stress. And so just glad that they're there. <laughs> yeah, so we provide them with their own sign-in. And it's also a place then for some of the parents to connect and go to church together. That's one of the beautiful things we've seen yeah. mm-hmm. is as we've had our center it never used to be that. It was in upstairs. It was just come and go and grab your kid. There was no time to visit. There was no place to visit. Now we have this center where these parents, it's a beautiful thing to watch. They're making these connections with one another and they wait for each other. Are you going to go to church, I'll say? And they're like, no, I'm waiting for so-and-so and we're going to go together. I'm like, yeah, that is fantastic. That's so great. Yeah. So especially with the moms, it's been yeah. real neat to watch mm-hmm. how that's yeah. 
progressed. So we have our own bathroom in there with a change area for those that have um, older children with um, with that still are dependent on um, who are not uh, bathroom trained yet or are able to go independently to the washroom. We have uh, kind of a quiet uh, chill zone reading area, a little teepee in there for mm-hmm. those kids that need uh, a little reset. So we try to make it all encompassing. We, we're obviously not as uh, well set up as say maybe Fraser Valley Child Development Center um, because we're trying to be all things to all yeah. Yeah. diagnoses, not mm-hmm. just yeah. autism or FASD. Yeah. yeah. So here at the Abbotsford campus, what's the difference between your Saturday night service and the two Sunday morning services? Good question. Probably size, um, okay. number of kids. Saturday night pro- program is primarily, that's the program that's been going the longest. Yeah. Um, it was that's started, what it only was for a while, right? Right. Yeah, it was the Saturday. only, yeah. uh, our Sunday morning programming has only been going for the last 13 months or so. Oh, okay. Um, the Saturday night program, though, was beginning to max out the number of families that come, partly because of the center court meal, and it's a real mm-hmm. nice time for families to come together before church. Um, so we just felt led to begin a year ago with uh, the Sunday morning. And it, only then it was only going to be at one service. It wasn't going mm-hmm. to be at both. But then as God always does, he, he sets things up in unique ways and he lets you know those ways that he wants to see happen. And so what happened was um, the very last 11th hour, uh, right before we were to kick the year off, we had two moms say, we're desperate for care for our boys. Mm-hmm. They can no longer function in the mm-hmm. regular typical Sunday school, can you please set something up at the other service at 9 a.m.? Like, okay, God, this must be from you. And we saw the pain and the desperation in their eyes. And so we're like, okay, let's launch both hours, 9 a.m. and 11.15. So Saturday night, we have uh, anywhere between 10 to 12 kids that come Mm -hmm. out, which for us is a huge number, Um, just due to kind of the level of care you're giving and the energy that brings, the emotional energy that brings. Sunday morning at 9 a.m. is is a class more for a small group of boys that um, are all with a similar diagnosis, and uh, that's just a real neat community for them. And then 11.15 is our um, real empty hour. We just have three kids in support at that hour. Um, and so it's more of a one-on-one situation. The other two hours are more, there's a team of volunteers, and yeah. we kind of work with the kids as a team. At 11.15, yeah. it's more strictly one-to-one mm-hmm. due to the nature of the needs in that okay. hour of the kids. So we try to um, help steer parents' base. We'll hear what they're saying of what hour they like to go to church. We also then do an intake. Uh, before they ever come into the program, we, we go to their home, do a home visit. We do an intake with them through our little guide sheet that gives us all the support details that we need on each child. So mm-hmm. we've had in the past parents show up, and they're so desperate for care. They'll say, here's my child. I'd like to go to church. And we have to say, I'm sorry, it can't work that way. We have a risk management policy in place. Yeah. We don't know anything about your child. You yeah. don't know anything about us. Yeah. We need to have this home visit first. We can mm-hmm. get all the support details, and then we can develop a support plan where we can get the right volunteer in for your child. Mm-hmm. We can decide what hour would be best, the really busy Saturday night hour, the more energetic Sunday morning mm-hmm. hour, or the yeah. real quiet Sunday morning hour, yeah. and yeah. then go from there. So kind of in a nutshell, that's what we do when a new family approaches yeah. us. So and what then- about mission? Mission is um, a new... Uh, work we're heading towards. Um, when the Mission Campus opened in February 2014, the hope was that we could begin Imagine soon after that. Um, but we quickly discovered that um, there was real limitation on space, yeah. that um, one or two of the rooms that we had earmarked for Imagine was actually needed more for the kids' ministry and the youth ministry. 
And so we just felt like that was also God saying, you know what, just hang on, we'll, we'll go there in my time. And it, it's actually given us time to set back a little bit and kind of develop a more drawn-out plan of how we want to see things there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, we did have uh, three families mm-hmm. looking for immediate request for support. So we were able to secure one, um, uh, after some shuffling was done, we were able to secure one small classroom on the Mission Campus to be able to use now at Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. for just yeah. those three families. Yeah. Yeah. So, And we've just purposely have left it just with those three families for now, only because we can't safely accommodate any more kids oh, in that yeah. little room. Mm-hmm. And we also don't have the staffing uh, for volunteers um, beyond that 9 a.m. service right now. Mm-hmm. So our hope is once the the new complex at the Mission Campus is completed and all the ministries reshuffle again, uh, the plan is to complete a, a ministry center similar to the one that we have here on the Abbotsford Campus, where we can do a regular uh, input of all kinds of families with various uh, diagnosis, their kids with various diagnosis, and then do uh, just mirror the program that we do here. It would just be on a smaller scale, yeah. uh, but mirror a very similar program. So that's that's the plan going forward. And we're hoping to do that, Lord willing, in the new year. Um, I don't want to start throwing out dates because uh, well, those, yeah, those are always in flux. Too is, yeah. So once the so. building project is done, then yeah. we can begin to look at um, beginning our Imagine program there in, in a more expanded capacity. So mm-hmm. we have one volunteer over there right now who just has a real passion for this ministry, and mm-hmm. she actually has a son in our program. Yeah. And her and her husband are just so very passionate about what we do, and she said, I would love to run that for you, hmm. just out wow. of my heart. And yeah. you don't even have to pay me, just I no. will run it for you. So she's been great, and we just so appreciate hmm. Monique and what she does hmm. for us hmm. on the Mission Campus. So what kind of range of needs do kids come in with? Like, what's this? When you, think, when you say special needs, what kind of diagnoses do you handle? Uh, and feel free to jump in anytime, Danielle, if I miss something. Um, <laughs> We have, uh, primarily, we have kids on the autism spectrum. We have several kids with FAS Mm -hmm. diagnoses. Um, We have several children with uh, cerebral palsy that are uh, are in chair care. We have uh, some individuals with Down syndrome. And uh, then we have a group of kids that just have more general developmental delay. There hasn't necessarily been a specific diagnosis piece to it, or maybe there's several small pieces in play. We also have some children with um, really specific genetic, yeah. mm. I guess the word would be chromosomal deficiencies mm-hmm. that they were born with. So yeah, we don't really specialize over one diagnosis over another. Um, we're, it's just a real mix uh, bag of, of diagnoses. And so that's what makes our ministry really unique because, you know, at Fraser Valley Child Development Center, for example, you know, they primarily work... I think, you know, with kids with autism or, or perhaps FAS, and they're kind of set up for those kinds of support parameters. Or at my son's school at Terry Fox Elementary, they are set up to do specific support for autism, the kids over there. Um, but we've got all, uh, just a variety of diagnoses, so it's it's a tough trick sometimes to find a way to, um, you know, what's the, the middle ground of support we can yeah. do where mm-hmm. we're kind of effectively serving all these mm-hmm. kids. Um, you know, without look like we're favoring one diagnosis over another, if, yeah. if that makes any yeah. sense. And you so, have volunteers that are kind of flexible and can roll yeah. with it, right? And, yeah, it does yeah. come with its own challenge. It is, and that's really what it is, being able to roll with it, yeah. Yeah. having that kind of personality. So, yeah, so we get all kinds of, of diagnoses in there. So, yeah, An age range? We're, what, as young as five? Four. 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 Young as four. 
all the way up to individuals in their late 20s. Okay. okay. We do have a young adults class on Saturday evenings. Yeah. And so there are usually, what, anywhere from one to five um, individuals who will join in that class. Like in a separate part of the church? Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is for Saturday night only right now. Mm-hmm. Um we, we run, uh, yeah, so we, we have our, our grade school program in the mm-hmm. main Imagine Center, but parallel to that on Saturday nights, downstairs in the youth room, the youth guys have graciously given us their space for that, we run our youth-young adult class, mm-hmm. and that's a mix of middle school kids, high school kids, and young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, it's, it, it works. Um, I, ideally, we would probably segregate that a bit more into maybe middle school, ministry, high school, young adult together, but... Um, Right now, the, the the mix of kids that are in there, it works as their own little community. Yeah. And so cool. yeah. we do kind of a modified version of care that we do with the younger group of kids. We still do um, Bible lessons and singing, but it's a bit more of a casual atmosphere. It's not yeah. as um, time sensitive in terms of you got to be here at this hour and you got to be here yeah. at yeah. this point of time. And the transitions are a bit more flexible. But it's just really neat to see these um, relationships being built with that group of individuals. They just uh, hugs every week. <laughs> they just love on each other. <laughs> yeah, and, awesome. and they're all deeply concerned if one of their buddies isn't there. They're, yeah. they're kind of disappointed for the night. So yeah. I had one mom um, yesterday email me and just thank and again, I don't say this to toot my own horn, just I think it's the nature of just this community of kids. She said, thank you so much. You know, my son came on, uh, he had had a real rough week, and then he came on Saturday night. And when he saw his friends there, he just became a different uh-huh. kiddo yeah. and has been for the like first part of this kid. week. Yeah, right? when we, we see our friends, yeah. Yeah. okay, my friends are here. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and this particular kiddo has such a compassion and such a care for his buddies. Yeah. And mm-hmm. doesn't matter Yes, he is, you know, whether they're in wheelchairs or not, he's yeah. there. And uh, so it's just a beautiful thing to see, to provide mm-hmm. that environment. So hopefully down the road, we'll be able to one day also provide that on Sunday mornings. But right now, um, we, you know, part of it is we just ha- don't have the request for that support for older kids on Sunday mornings. And number two, um, we just don't have uh, the necessary volunteers needed yeah. to make it run. Mm-hmm, but yeah. hopefully down the road. So what do you love? It sounds like you've already said a few things that you love about your job, I would imagine. What are the highlights of it for you? Um, well, it's really, really cool to see that it's a tangible need that's being met. Yeah. So I had um, one of the little girls tell me that she used to hate coming to church, and um, but now she loves it because now this is a place where she can be um, just herself. And developmentally, yeah. that's where she's at. We do a Bible lesson still, but it's catered towards... Um, or geared towards what they can focus on and how much they can pay attention. And then there's still time for play and for her to come and talk to me. And just there's that relationship building. Yeah. Yeah. And so her mom tells me that now she talks about Imagine all week long. Huh. And she'll she'll look forward to coming. And so that's, that's amazing to see that, you know, going from one end of it, not liking coming, coming to church, and now just being so excited to come yeah. every single week. And yeah. that's really, really cool. That's encouraging. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really encouraging. Yeah. I think for me, um, I just love being able to give care to the families um, as in a pastoral shepherding type of role. I guess, hmm. you know, that's the environment I grew up in and it's what my dad did his years of pastoring. And so I just, I just love that hmm. aspect of it. Um, to be able to go, one of the favorite things I love doing is going to the homes of the new families or okay. even some of our older families and just visiting. Oh, yeah. Just chilling in their environment and yeah. the child is relaxed because they're in their environment. And just hearing their stories, some of the things they share with you, some of their journeys that I wasn't even aware of. Hmm. Um, 
being able to go on hospital visits to BC Children's and see some of our kids there hmm. when they're in for care. Um, I just love those kinds of things. Um, and then one of the more favorite moments that always resonates with me in the actual program is is our prayer time to his tear. Mm. You can learn so much from hmm. kids, can you? With yeah. childlike faith. And these yeah. kids, because there's there's no filters, it's awesome. They yeah. just <laughs> they just pray genuinely. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. put on all these filters and yeah. we have to make our prayer yeah. sound all corporate yeah. and Christian easy. And yeah. these kids just pray it's what's awesome. on their heart. And yeah. I'm just blown away. I'm like, why do I not have that sincere yeah. level of praying? Yeah. Mm. It really shakes me every week going, okay, hmm. Brian, you've got work to do in terms of your prayer life. Um, hmm. It's so heartwarming to hear them pray and to see them worship when we pull out yeah. our guitars, yeah. even in our silly songs, you know, they, uh, such passion to worship and to pray. Yeah. And I love that yeah. every week. And so it's also cool. really cool to see how they're growing. Like it's noticeable even for me, and I've only been here for a few months, but to see how kids are progressing in certain ways. So an example that comes to mind is one of our, um, young boys is nonverbal um, with autism and I feel like each week that I see him there's something new that he's that he's doing or interacting with me that's new like the other day we opened a book and he saw that it was the alphabet and he started singing the alphabet oh. which was amazing yeah and just like warms my heart to see how he's progressing even over the last few months and or or a child who normally might melt down at a certain situation and how you can see they are trying so hard to be <laughs> to patient hold it together yeah. and sometimes they're successful and yeah. that's so cool yeah. you know yeah. so huh. that's great yeah so how else are imagined families supported apart from the weekend classes other than like you said the hospital care and the rest but what are other things you try and do to build community and foster relationships and- um we really try to uh, create events for the whole family um, it's one of the ways we do this. So every year we kind of have a, a year-end picnic in June at uh, Matsque Village Park where the whole entire family can come and there's play areas there yeah. and wheelchair accessible and the parents bring their blankets and lawn chairs and they just, I never even organize any games. It's just, it takes care of itself. They're just so desperate to connect with one another in community hmm. that it just takes care of itself. But that's a highlight. Um, we also do... Um, Pro D days or spring break, we'll do family movie days, family mm-hmm. movie matinees, where we book off the atrium and we just show uh, planes, cartoon or whatever. And yeah. again, the whole family comes, we get out the popcorn machine. But again, it just gives an opportunity for them to build community with one another. Yeah. And then there's those moments where mom and dad just need time to themselves. Mm-hmm. The burnout is mm-hmm. pretty tough. It's straining on their marriages. You can see, and so we um, started a few years ago kind of a, a Christmas dinner. Um, that we do just for the parents at Sweet Dreams Bed and Breakfast uh, Inn on uh, King Road. And so we're able to, uh, we're doing it tonight actually, (laughs) our annual dinner. Um, And it's, again, there's no serious part to the program. It's all fun and and, uh, laughter, you know. Laughter is good for the heart, heart, Solomon says. And that's what we want to promote on this night. So they come in their finery. We spoil them with all kinds of little prizes and trinkets. And then we just let them laugh. We do a couple of crazy group games and silly songs. And then there's just opportunity for them to build community with one another. Last year, I was really blown away. We had some activities set up. We're like, oh, there's going to be a lineup for, you know, this activity. There was a whole group of parents that never left their chair the entire night. Oh, they sat there. Mm-hmm. So happy to just talk with them. Talk yeah. and with. journey together. And yeah. it was, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's what this night's about. We don't yeah. need to have all this extra stuff. Some of it's fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to over-program this night because it's just going to take care of it itself. So how so, many parents do you have coming tonight? 44. 
Wow. Yeah. Most we've ever had. So. Huh. And it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Oh, Richard and Dorothy are so generous. Yeah. Yes. With all they their, have been yeah, amazing support place. to yeah. imagine. They are incredible, quiet supports mm-hmm. well, it's of, a lot of our staff. Things. And yeah. um, they probably don't even want us mentioning their names. But we, <laughs> we need to mention how much they do for our program as yeah. well as your programs and others. Yeah. Um, just really neat how God's laid on their hearts to provide. It's really a ministry to our church. Yeah. Uh, besides being their their uh, business, but um, so we have a room there that's all decked out and ready to go for tonight. So we're gonna have lots of funs with. I'll even do a few silly songs to some yep. crazy Christmas carols, and, and we <laughs> yeah. just want to create a laughter environment and a place where these families can parents can connect. So yeah. um, there also has been in the past spa day that I cannot take credit for. You don't want me planning any spas. <laughs> just do that. So, you can do the hockey nights, which I think you do. Yes, right? yeah. I've done the hockey nights when we used to have the heat. Did yeah. the hockey nights. <laughs> And we've gone to the Chiefs in Chilliwack before. Um, this year we'll probably do something a little different with just a dad's night out at a local restaurant. Um, but in the past, the moms have been in spoiled on spa day mm-hmm. with Crystal's ministry and her team doing a spa day for them. And um, that's kind of been every other year. And so this year we're looking to do another little something special with the ladies. I got Danielle on it. She's going <laughs> to come up with something with, I think, some of your team for that. Good. Um, so we don't have details yet. We're still working on some stuff. But uh, we, we again, that's just more ways to go beyond the Sunday ministry and yeah. try to include these families during the week. Um, down the road, I'd love to be able to dream big and maybe do some kind of sibling support program. Yeah, A lot of the yeah. siblings feel like they get left behind mm-hmm. sometimes. Because there's so much attention to the right? special needs. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's not like intentional. It. It's just no. the fact of the matter in their homes. And so yeah. how can we support the siblings better? Um, those kinds of things. Um, some churches do monthly respite care nights so that moment I can go on a date. So that might be an option down the road. But uh, I, f- I found it best just to kind of, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do this year? Anything, yeah. do you, what, you know, what piece should we add? And I, I always remind myself on a daily basis, it's God's ministry. It's not mine. I'm just steering the boat. You know, and so it's not up to me to go, I need to have a vision and a mission and all that for the, what we do. But at the end of the day, say, okay, God, how do you want us to shape this ministry yeah. right now at this time? Yeah, with the people that we have. And with the, the people that we have. We have. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, what's been important is to establish getting our, our centers done and and then the, the weekend ministry programming and, and some of these other things. So Yeah. So how can we as a church come alongside you guys? Uh, prayer is a great way to come alongside us. Um, I've been really encouraged to, you know, add uh, our prayer requests on our Facebook page and through the uh, prayer department uh, at Northview, and um, to be able to just have people pray protection over our families. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're in great need of prayer. Lots of other things going on in their lives that we're not always privy to. Um, so just prayer coverage is is a great place to start. Um, and then just if God lays it on your heart to support us in some kind of way, um, a lot of people may think, oh, I, I couldn't do what you do because you have to have specialization skills in wheelchair care or well, most of our kids, yeah, Danielle, she just showed up. <laughs> yeah, no, no I didn't skills have experience, all. and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so just the volunteers that care, that have a heart for this ministry, that's all we're looking for. Yeah. Um, and some of our best volunteers are, are volunteers that don't have any experience in this area. They just came, loved the idea, and just wanted to serve, and, and they're phenomenal. Right just jumped right in. Yeah. So that's a great way to serve. Um, we're always looking for more medically trained people to help mm-hmm. us out. We've got several nurses, mm-hmm. um, but a doctor. We're always looking for more medically trained people to, to help care 
for some of the kids that have seizure management or things of that nature. So if you're a paramedic or a firefighter or mm -hmm. police officer or anyone like that who's got a, a level of medical training, you can come on out and uh, join our program as well. We, we even have some high school kids, so we mm -hmm. encourage even the younger generation. Uh, if you're um, 16 or older, please come talk to us. We have a couple mm -hmm. high school kids helping us out this year. We have some kids that come in with their aunts to help us. Some yeah. kids come in with their dads or moms to help us. Yeah. So they, they kind of work as a unit, as a pair in our program. Mm -hmm. So there's there's different ways that we can put people to work serving. And uh, so those are kind of the two primary ways of support right now is the prayer piece and then yeah. just the people being willing to volunteer. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Mm -hmm. okay. Would you mind closing us in prayer, Brent, as we leave Not here? a problem. Prayer for the families. Um, and one thing I, I forgot to mention was that... Um, we do pray. Uh, we do um, base our ministry on, on um, scripture, and uh, the verse that I like is from First John, three eighteen, where it says, "Little children, let us not love in word or deed. Uh, sorry, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth." And that's mm -hmm. actually pre uh, painted on our wall in our room to remind us each day of why we're here and what yeah. it is that we do. This is what Jesus did, and we just want to be the face of Jesus and the character of Jesus to these families. And so yeah. we go humbly in God's strength to be able to do that yeah. each day and, mm -hmm. and support individuals lovingly created by God. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I will close this off in prayer. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Father, for this time um, to just be able to share the passion we have for Imagine. Thank you for um, Crystal and Thalia's willingness to include us in their podcast for this purpose, Father. And it's just so neat to work uh, a Northview team, Father, is just supportive of one another. There's no competition among our ministries, Father. We're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for that, Father. And so we pray that you would continue to give each of us around the table your strength each day to do what you've called us to do, Father, whether it's in women's ministry, whether it's in care ministry, or whether it's in Imagine, Lord. Uh, we go humbly in your strength and ask that you would continue to use us in the way that you see fit. And uh, we just pray, Father, specifically for Imagine, that you would continue to um, encourage these families, Father, by what we're doing. Even if it's just a small part of their lives, Father, we just pray that it would be an encouragement to these families and that we would continue to come around them in the right ways of support, Father, and commitment, and uh, they would know how much you love and care about them and how much we do, Father. So as we look to establish uh, Imagine on the Mission Campus, we just pray that we would do that in your strength and by your might and in your timing, Father, and that families there, too, would come to know um, the support that we can give and, and through that be able to grow together as couples, Father, mm -hmm. in their relationship with you. Mm -hmm. So we commit this ministry and commit all our ministries to your care, Father, knowing that you will do good things and you want to do good things through us, Father, in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.